0: Professionals sharing their knowledge, tips, and answers to common questions. It's Ask the Experts on 95.1 The Peak. This week on Ask the Experts, we're talking pet care and who better to do that with than Mountain Vista Veterinary Hospital's very own Dr. Jackie Pancans. Doctor, uh, great to have you on the line. And today, uh, we're going to talk about something. You know, you often you, we talk a lot about, how, you know, how to keep your pets healthy and tips on that. But in this case, it's not only our pets we're talking about, it's about keeping us healthy as well.
1: Right, yeah. I think I think the, the biggest thing um, that we like to talk about this time of year is, um, you know, tick control and, and flea control. But particularly tick control, because now we're finding, um, in our region in particular, we're seeing more and more ticks, um, that are responsible for spreading um, the disease known as Lyme disease.
0: And this is a nasty disease. I mean, it, it can cause uh, ser- serious effects.
1: Right. You know, in, in, in pets, um, you know, the biggest concerns that we see sometimes uh, it can cause polyarthritis, mm-hmm. sore joints, swelling of the joints. But I think the most serious problem that we can see in pets who do contract the disease and, and develop is um, kidney disease or, or, or kidney failure. And the thing with ticks is that sometimes they go undiagnosed for a period of time because they are quite small in, until they start snacking. Yeah, you're right. When they first um, attach, often they're about gosh, they could be oh, the size only a few millimeters big, and so they can be really sneaky. And you know, our, our pets are really hairy, so they can be. Um, it's not easy to miss them when they first attach. Uh,
0: now normally, this is something I, I think of you know, when you think of pe- uh, tick and 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 flea control it's it, it's a summer or a spring thing, but you're saying
1: now's a really good time to
0: be on top of this.
1: That's right. You know, these guys, um, the ticks, known as the deer tick or the black-legged tick, um, we know they're, they're pretty hardy, and they do survive frost, and they do um, survive the winter time. And so, you know, traditionally, we, we always thought, oh, parasites, you know, they're not around when it starts getting cold, but we, we know that these guys can um, survive, and so the current recommendations now is to be on tick control 12 months out of the year.
0: Now, where do you find ticks? Because it's really it seems to be wherever we naturally want to take, especially our dogs for walks. That seems to be where they live.
1: It is, and, and you know, of course, you know the calling in our region is such a beautiful reason for the for our trail systems and our doggy parks. So, ticks like to live. In wooded regions they like to they like to live in our backyard in, in grassy areas um, and so you know those are the areas that most of us are, are taking our dogs out for walks or bathroom breaks Um so they, they pretty much can be anywhere in our region. So, can the animals with the winter? Once the snow comes, are we still needing to be on high alert, or is it just because the winter and the colder weather is upon us? Right. I mean, we don't want the fleas and the t- and the ticks to be running around our house, so we should be preventi- d- using preventive I- measures. Right. Yeah. So, so you know, as you know, I mean, uh, I mean, I've lived in Collingwood my whole life. We're finding that our winters aren't quite like they used to be, <laughs> and so it, it's not uncommon for you know temperatures to go above zero. And we know that these ticks will become active as temperatures rise to about four degrees celsius and so even if we're walking out on the trails if they're under the snow and there's a little bit of grass poking out um you know we can still be at risk they will be hungry and they are looking for a blood meal and so we know that they can do this in the winter time as for fleas yes sometimes fleas you know we think about oh, it's cold they're going to die off outside But we don't realize that they like to travel. And so, you know, it's cold outside, but they're going to come traveling Mm. in your pet. Inside, our houses are warm. It's the ideal environment to um, start the flea cycle where they lay eggs. And unfortunately, they can start cycling right in our house and our carpets.
0: Well, how do we prevent this? What are the steps that we need to be taking uh, as we head into winter? Well, I think the biggest,
1: yeah, vacuum for sure. (laughs) Especially if you have a flea infestation. Um, You know, having your pet on a really um, good, broad-spectrum tick and flea control, Mm. um, usually the ones um, that are prescribed from veterinarians are are quite highly tested, quite safe. Um, There are some products out on the market, too, but you have to be a little bit careful because some of these products can be quite toxic to cats if they come into contact with it. So you have to be really, really careful. Um, Watching your pet, you you know, brushing them daily, looking at them. If you see a tick... Get it off right away. If you're concerned about how to take that tick off, give us a call. Any veterinarian clinic will be able to uh, either instruct you how to take it off properly or just, you know, pop them in. We can always do it. Um, and get your, your pet tested yearly um, for tick-borne disease, particularly um, Lyme disease. It's one of those things that um, if we detect early um, and we find other tests that we're concerning, we can actually treat it. It's a very treatable disease. If it, we wait too long, though, and it attacks the kidneys, sometimes that's not reversible.
0: Uh, And you were saying that there's a a, a sort of a rise in the number of cases here. Is there there a reason why it's it's gotten bigger? Yeah,
1: it's really interesting. I mean, when I started out 20 years ago, I mean, it was really rare to see a tick. And boy, we never even talked about Lyme disease, but Mm. we're seeing more and more that the population is migrating south. Um, we're not really sure, you know, is it birds bringing it uh, uh, bringing it up? Um, is it, you know, global warming? There's different theories about that. Um, there's also, you know, lots of people that are adopting pets from different regions in the world. You know, right. these these things happen down in the states where there's major floods and hurricanes and, you know, um, people bring these pets up, but unfortunately, sometimes they bring um, diseases up as well. And so we're not 100% sure of the trend, but we know it's here. We know it's in human public health as well. And it seems to be be every year um the areas seem to be spreading bigger and bigger and bigger and further um further north
0: dr Pankads, if people want more information on tick prevention and tick uh, care for their for their pets where do they go
1: you know, I think there's some really great websites out there. I really like a website called um, uh, tickmaps.ca. Um, it's, a, it's a great little website that you can go on and um, see what the current risks for the day. Um, you can see where the risks are in your region. Um, and so it has some really good links on that website. And, of course, never you know hesitate to call your veterinary professionals, your veterinary clinics for information.
0: Dr. Pencance from the Mountain Vista Veterinary Hospital, thank you so much for joining us here on Ask the Experts. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. Ask the experts every Thursday morning on 95 One The Peak. To listen to past shows or to send us your questions on a specific topic, visit our website at thepeakfm.com.